0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. Coming up this week, a Tennessee woman dies after riding Space Mountain. Victoria and Alberts racks up another top honor. Disney is developing a movie based on the Tower of Terror attraction, and customizable magic bands are now available for sale at Walt Disney World. We'll talk about all that coming up next. From the Bob Varley studio in Orlando, Florida, this is The Diz Unplugged. This is The Diz Unplugged, episode 858, for the week of October 26th, 2015. The Diz Unplugged is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show, coming to you live from the Bob Barley studio in Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Pete Warner. joined at the table this week by my good friends, Kathy Whirling.
1: Hi, everybody.
0: Jenny Lynn Kopp.
2: Hello.
0: Teresa Eccles. Hello. Julie Martin. Hi. And back in the production nook, Associate Producer Rhino Clavin. Hello. Along with our intern, Steve Porter. Hello. And our producer, Craig Williams.
3: I'm Steve, that's his name. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. I got it. Okay. Oh. Sorry.
0: <laughs> so, welcome to the show, everybody. Um, in housekeeping, um, have some sad news to report. Uh, those of you who are uh, regulars on our theme parks uh, forum on Disboards.com will know that uh, one of our longtime members and former moderator on that board, Cheshire Figment, uh, also known as Mike Tuckman, passed away uh, this past Saturday at the age of 75. Um, he was our go to guy for anything having to do with tickets. Mm hmm. Uh, in particular, i would be very knowledgeable about Disney in general, but his FAQ on tickets is pretty much the definitive oh, yeah. source uh, on it. And he had worked as a cast member um, at Disney World in ticketing, uh, t- you know, and he he
1: also worked at Typhoon Lagoon. Yep,
0: yeah, yep. Yeah. Um, he and his wife had moved down here, I believe mm-hmm. it was in 2004. She unfortunately passed away a year later. Um, or 2003, I think she passed away in 2004, Was somewhere around there. And uh, he had been having health issues for a while, so uh, really sad. So we just ask that all of you send uh, prayers and good wishes to his family. And uh, we'll have a link in the show notes page to the thread that's been ongoing. Uh, We also have something a little special that we're putting up on the theme parks board as a permanent uh, memorial to him. Uh, to thank uh, you know thank him and remember him for his uh, many years on the boards and his great information and there's just so many stories showing up on the boards about people that met him in the parks and how helpful he was and just what a genuine he, he was really the best example of a Disney fan um, really giving very loving and uh, certainly passionate about Disney so he will be he will be missed and I wanted to make sure that we uh, we mentioned that so um, okay. Now, on to other things. I don't have the synopsis for Disneyland in front of me again. I know Tom sent Hold on a second. I do this every week. What is the matter with me? I know I'm going to have to talk about this, and here we are. Uh, every Sunday night, 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific, uh, live on Mixler.com. That's M-I-X-L-R.com, the Disneyland edition of The Diz Unplugged. You will find that show on iTunes on Monday and on Tuesday. This week uh, on this week's edition, listeners Amanda and Dave get help planning their Disneyland in San Diego vacation, and Matt Wozni returns with a review of the Mah Halloween party at Trader Sam's. That sounds like it would be fun. Yeah, it does. Halloween party at Trader Sam's.
4: You get get a cool mug when you go to that. Yeah. Yeah, it's it was the one this year is really it looks like Jack Skellington. It's really cool.
0: So that's the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged, uh, available on iTunes now. So go check it out. Uh, every Wednesday, 1 p.m. Eastern, uh, disunplug.com. The trip with Jenny Lynn Knopp and Teresa Eccles, and what are you talking about this week?
2: This week we are giving a review of Pirates Cove Adventure Golf on International Drive,
3: and it was an adventure.
2: <laughs> it was. It was fun. And cool. So yeah.
0: All right, 1 p.m. Wednesday, and of course 1 p.m. Thursday, Eastern Time. Disunplug.com. The Universal Edition of the Diz Unplugged with Craig Williams, Rhino Clavin, Jenny Lynn Knopp. and Craig. What's uh, what's this week's show?
5: Uh, this week's show, we are doing another installment of Family's Guide to Universal.
0: Okay. So. And you. Uh, Starring J.L. You're doing the you're doing the come hither pose. Uh, I'm <laughs> working on an issue right now. Oh. Are you
3: like facing the corner or yeah. what? Yeah. It's yeah.
0: very like player witch. <laughs> um. So that's, uh, that's that. And of course, uh, this coming Friday, uh, the 30th will be the last installment for this month of the connecting with Walt podcast with Michael Bowling. And, uh, as we mentioned at the beginning of the month, uh, this is going to be a quarterly thing. So, uh, that one ends it for, for, for this month. And then they return again in January. Craig, do you know what, uh, what the segment this week is
5: sorry i just completely missed that though for uh, connecting, walt connecting connecting with, with walt. walt connecting with walt uh this week we are finally on to talking about walt disney's death and how that affected uh the ultimate plans for epcot in the florida project as well as disney world the magic kingdom all of that so that sounds It's awesome. a it's a touching episode okay. we just recorded it last night it's kind of sad Okay. It's depressing to talk he about that. He said that with that such death. feeling.
6: Yeah. <laughs> it's a touching episode.
3: Very special it's a, episode. It's
0: yeah. a very important episode <laughs> of Seventh Heaven. Um, <laughs> do you, did you ever notice? I get that, that reference.
6: Yeah, I totally yeah. got that all, too.
0: But... <laughs> all, of the, all of the ads when that show was on, all of the, all of the trailers were a very important episode <laughs> of Seventh Heaven. Like, really? And Why you watched? It? No.
1: Oh okay. <laughs> no.
0: You couldn't, avoid, you couldn't avoid the trailers.
1: That's yeah. what was getting me. It's like Pete, I
0: No yeah.
1: I watched, but I didn't I thought he did too.
0: But you just didn't admit it.
3: You're getting ready to bond with Peter for a minute. Yeah, No, it almost no. Happened.
1: no.
0: <laughs> so that's uh so uh, so after this week, after this Friday, uh, connecting with Walt will not return until January eighth, uh, when we come back from hiatus for the holidays. So That's what's going on there. Uh, Anything else in housekeeping? No. No? Really?
5: Oh, um, I wanted to give a shout out. Uh, Will Perry
0: got married this past weekend. Oh, yeah, him and Tiffany. That's right.
6: Congratulations.
0: Eloped. Eloped Eloped to a mountain in Tennessee, I believe.
6: Yes. It looked, I mean, well, the photos of their cabin were really beautiful. We saw like a sneak shot of like part of her gown and her boots. But I need to see real photos, guys. Come on.
0: Yeah, that's, uh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Big congratulations to Will. Wow. Finally off the market. <laughs> after all these years. So, anything else for housekeeping? All right. Going once, going twice. And let's go to the news. Our first news story this week. A report recently filed with the state of Florida shows that a 55-year-old woman died this summer after riding Space Mountain at the Magic Kingdom. Pamela Lynn Haynes of Kingsport, Tennessee, lost consciousness after exiting the attraction. She was transferred to Florida Hospital Celebration Health and placed in the intensive care unit but died of cardiopulmonary arrest and septic shock. Haynes was found to have an extensive medical history, including hypertension, congestive heart failure, and chronic uh, chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, also known as COPD. The report was just made public, though the incident occurred in July. All of, these, all of the Central Florida theme parks report injuries to the state on a quarterly basis. These reports have shown three other guests dying after falling unconscious on Space Mountain or soon after riding it. Like Haynes, these three individuals also had pre-existing health conditions. And, you know, certainly a, a sad story to hear anybody passing away at, at Disney World. The warning signs are there for a reason, mm-hmm.
1: though. Yeah.
0: You know, they, they make it really clear going on to the attractions if you have a heart condition if you have any of these conditions don't ride and i think just a lot of people kind of play fast and loose with it or don't even realize yeah. they have the condition right. in yeah. some cases that but, would be a 55 god yeah that's young
7: i also think people get into a state of like nothing goes wrong in disney world and so they kind of put think, them, like, how bad could it be It's right. Disney World? Yeah. It's, right, it's Disney World. How bad is this roller coaster going to be? Nothing goes wrong at Disney World, like, quote, unquote, like, thinking. I mean, it's very sad, but I just
2: think
3: that.
6: I just get nauseous and I won't ride. So, oh, I I, mean, I can't imagine. Scary. I rode I it
3: once and yep. it was like a screaming Mm-hmm. Bit of ups, just obscenities well, I, coming really? out of my mouth. I
0: actually wow. want to get back on it again because I, I didn't. There was a lot of things I didn't ride for a while just because at, you know my weight. It was just too uncomfortable, and now that I'm not yeah. that weight, I kind of want to experience some of them again. I
2: mean, in terms of roller coasters, Space Mountain is actually. Tame. Yeah. Very Very tame. Very tame. It's more like a
6: fast (laughs) bobsled ride. Yeah. I had some first timers recently ride and they did not like it. They said it was super uncomfortable. They hurt afterwards. Well, I will say it is jerky. Yeah. Yeah. It is jerky, but
2: it's not like, you know, you're not going upside down or taking any large dips. Um, I think it's more
6: about the darkness because that kind of, I can't tell where I am. mm -hmm. And so it gets my center all Mm off.
1: When we, when Teresa and I did it, um, there was a guy on the car with us that was going, oh, there's a dip coming, there's this.
0: Yes. Oh, that's your, I, those are the ones you want to slap in the back of the and head. Let Shut me, up.
3: Let me apologize again to his son for all the F-bombs I dropped <laughs> in his face because I was screaming at the top. It was, it was, no, I don't like it. It was Never scary. Again.
1: That's when I grabbed my sunglasses and I grabbed them snapped so hard them. I snapped them in half. Oh, I didn't like that ride at all. So you yeah. you can all have Space Mountain. It's
0: yours. Out of
2: <laughs> curiosity, how do you guys do on Big Thunder Mountain? Big Thunder doesn't scare me. Big I Thunder. love Big
0: Thunder Mountain, yeah.
6: But it's Out in the open, oh. I can see what's coming.
0: Okay. So, you know, Expedition Everest is a bit much for me. Oh, really? Um, no, the last I don't want time them. I went on that, I was like, okay, no, no. That and I've ridden has... it before, and it didn't bother me so much. But, again, I don't know. I don't know how much of it how much of my weight played a role in that because when you're on things that are you know pulling g's and you got a lot of stuff on you to pull g's um, i think you feel it more or feel i don't know i don't know maybe that was it maybe you know, maybe that i don't i don't like any of them everest
2: mm-hmm. is everest has some, intense elements. some takes, intense elements when it's dark and it takes you backwards and kind of tilts you to the side it really disorients you no it's you. that
0: part where we're going up outside and oh, uh, really really no. high and you can see uh, that just freaks me out freaks me out no. to no end. But I
1: wouldn't care if I went high like Soren. I know I'm up high, but I'm not seeing that
3: I'm up high. You're just sitting dangling in a chair though. Yeah. You're not Soren. Well, right, but I mean I can handle that. I, <laughs> I can't. Like,
6: no, we are.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I was really in a hand glider. I'd be freaking. Right. Or passed out. I don't and know. And
1: you know that that hang glider didn't really go through there. right? in, the, in Soren. That's why I like it.
3: I never really
6: love Either way, people should read the signs and try right. to judge for themselves about whether or not they can handle the ride. I mean, it's it's super sad that anyone would die on a ride at Disney. I mean, it's horrible. Because now that place is not magical for her family anymore. No. Right.
0: No. right. Well, it's, it's also, uh, you know, with that many people coming through day in and day out, you know.
2: Out of curiosity, um, it said she died of septic. Yeah. Septic shock? shock. Where does that come in? Yeah, she
0: might have already had an infection, and she
6: didn't know,
2: and okay. didn't
0: know, okay. and so that you know that could be it. I don't know, but
6: okay,
0: um, you know, you guys remember the time when they used to say no one's ever died on Disney property mm-hmm. because Disney used to make yeah the paramedics drag or, them off, uh, drag him off property before they pronounced them dead. Mm-hmm. They went, they 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 moved away from that at some yeah. point. They don't do that anymore, but I remember that. No one's ever died on Disney Prime because it's so disingenuous. Yeah. Right. You know, so disingenuous. But
3: pile of bodies out back proves them different. <laughs> <laughs> wow.
1: Jeez.
0: That got dark. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So second news story. The Grand Floridians Victoria and Alberts was honored in the TripAdvisor's 2015 Traveler's Choice Awards, named the number six restaurant in the United States. Wow! The locale is the only Florida establishment on the list. The website calls the restaurant a truly five-star evening and, quote, as promised, a delightful experience. Uh, The TripAdvisor awards come from reviews left on the website by its members.
1: Holy cow. I I liked it there, and I'm not the kind of person that likes, like...
0: It's been so long since I've been there. Fussy,
1: but that, it just seemed like super-duper good service. Oh, yeah. It's like the minute you had a thought about something...
0: That's the tagline. That's the tagline they should use. Super duper good service.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm available.
0: <laughs> You're here for them.
1: Yes. Now, yes. the only
0: time I've ever eaten at V and A's was the chef's table,
3: mm.
0: and it was when Walter and I first met. It was one of our first dates. I was able to snag chef's table. That's and impressive. Yeah, I don't know how I got it because normally you got to yeah, book that.
6: I canceled, and you were to, and months, to get Months and
0: months, I yeah, months and months in advance.
6: I have um, never eaten there. Me neither.
0: Me neither. You
6: have but to go. Now sometime. I feel like I need to go.
0: Oh no, it's incredible. Yeah. I mean,
3: is that a picture of it? Looks like Grandma's kitchen
0: with chefs. That's uh, that's Chef's Table. Yeah, the that's Chef's, chef's table. table. Okay. So, but congratulations, Vienna! They've been racking up honors this year like mm-hmm. crazy. Um, in terms of, uh, you know, being yeah one. I mean. Not just the, the best restaurant at Disney World by a mile, but one of the best in the country. Uh, yeah. Consistently, yeah. this isn't just TripAdvisor yeah. saying yeah. this, a number of awards that have ranked uh, V&As in the top restaurants in America. So, you know, now it, it's important for people to know it is also the only restaurant, I believe, at Walt Disney World that enforces a dress code. Gentlemen must, must wear jackets. And women are uh, skirts or
6: probably dress them like a yeah. dress, yeah. dress slacks. Dance, yeah, yeah.
0: So you can't show up there like you can in every other restaurant at Disney World in flip flops and shorts. You got to dress for it. So if you want to do V and As, make sure you're packing your your Sunday best.
1: Mm-hmm. I actually wore a dress. That's oh, a oh my gosh. Wow! Yeah! <laughs> mm-hmm. Whoa!
0: Have I ever seen that? I don't know if I've ever seen I don't that. think yeah. I
1: have. Yeah, on the cruise. and at yeah. The, Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The, yeah. Every night. now and then, every couple of years.
0: <laughs> Me too. Every couple <laughs> of years I put one on. Twirl around the house. All right, and while we're talking about restaurants at Disney World, Chef Rick Bayless has announced a new restaurant venture at Disney Springs. Bayless is a six-time James Beard Foundation Award winner, won Bravo's Top Chef Masters, and has hosted Mexico, one plate at a time, on national public television, For 10 seasons. Chef Bayless focuses on Mexican cuisine and operates several popular Chicago restaurants, including Frontera Grill, Topolo Bampo, Mm -hmm. Zoco, and Frontera Fresco. Uh, Frontera Fresco will be coming to Disney Springs. The restaurant features handcrafted tortillas, tacos, salads, fresh made guacamole, and classic Mm -hmm. Mexican braised meat entrees. Bayless said, quote, I'm thrilled to bring Frontera Fresco to Disney Springs and share my passion for Mexican cuisine with the families who visit Orlando every year.
6: Heck yeah.
2: I love Mexican food. <laughs> they are knocking it out of the park at Disney Springs with yeah, these they restaurants. Are.
0: They are bringing, I mean, they're they bringing are A-game. Not,
2: they are not fooling around. No, they're
0: not fooling around. And it's just interesting. I wonder, you know, I, I mean, it's great, but it seems like every week we're hearing another announcement of another celebrity chef coming to uh, Disney, Springs. Disney Springs. But the way I look at it, they're either going to run out of space, they're going to run out of celebrity chefs, or they're going to run out of guests to fill these places. Because there's an awful lot of dining establishments yeah. Yeah, I guess so. at downtown Disney. Um, so I wonder how... I think initially they're all going to do well. Mm-hmm. But Morimoto Asia, aren't they now... Uh, they're,
2: they just they announced just, a discount for the discount
0: annual for annual passes. passes. So pass mm-hmm. they just opened a few weeks ago, they a month ago. So they're already doing discounts with for annual pass holders, which these places don't do unless they need to draw people in. And so I'm wondering how that's going to go in terms of the comp because. This is not just competition from several average eateries. You have all these celebrity chefs with a name and with a following, all opening restaurants in a very small area around each other. How's that competition going to go?
1: Well, maybe they're offering the annual pass to get the people now before all these other places open.
0: Could be.
7: So you get like loyal Loyal um, annual pass holders to mm-hmm. say, "Oh, well, that's my favorite place," and just keep going back.
1: Well, when we did that, when we did the fam, and we went to see the new um, whatever. What did they call it? The, I don't want to say the visitor center, but oh. when they showed the the map, the gentleman there said everything is sold out. Yeah, that's what. So I was it's just say. they already know who all these places are. They're just yeah. releasing they're just them slowly, releasing yeah. them.
2: Like when you said they're going to run out of space, they already.
4: They
1: already, uh, they already have, yeah.
2: according to what he told us the mm-hmm. fan.
4: I, I was thinking the discount was to start luring people back to downtown uh, oh, Disney Springs too. because I think it's trying to erase the reputation of downtown Disney being that parking nightmare. And now that the ramp is actually open, it the whole transition – like when I used the ramp, it changed my opinion completely mm-hmm. about changed going to, to Disney Springs. Yeah, it was just like I couldn't believe how easy it was – I didn't have to go through any stoplights or traffic or anything. It was like one stoplight just to get into the parking garage, and that was it. So, you know, I think this is probably them starting to be like, all right, things are coming through. Come on back, everybody. You know, seven
0: years later.
6: Come back now, you hear? Come on back. (laughs) The
0: last couple times, uh, I haven't used the the ramp yet, but the last couple times I've been down there, I'll tell you, parking was fairly easy Mm -hmm. and getting in was fairly easy it wasn't all the time it wasn't dramatic and just seeing what they're doing every time i go down there i get more and more excited because Mm -hmm. it's just looking so good
3: it's a destination It it is it
0: is and you know i'm glad we're coming into the home stretch of these places you know of this getting like fully just opened and no more construction i think we have what like this summer, they said everything was yeah. going to be done, right?
1: Yeah, it's supposed to be 2016. Um,
0: so let's hope. Let's hope. But So another another celebrity chef eatery giving, uh, giving people options.
2: I think maybe the difficulty will be as far as keeping people there. All of these restaurants seem to be a bit on the pricey side. Oh, yeah. So, um, I mean, I think that... In my opinion, that's going to be the difficulty in continuing to have the people come. I mean, once you've gone and you've had the experience, do you want to continue to dole out that much money for for meals? For me, it's kind of like I'll go to a place once and spend a lot of money on a dinner one time just so I can have the experience of being there. But if it's super expensive, it's mm. going to be hard to get me to come in as a repeat customer because, you know, I don't have yeah. unlimited funds. Right. So.
0: Right, well, I I just I wish they would bring Gordon Ramsay. Oh, that! Oh my so gosh, uh,
3: I'd be there for that. One. I'd
0: be so excited if Gordon Ramsay opened a restaurant, but he's not. <clears throat> his persona, I just don't think is really consistent with Disney. No, you know?
3: no, <laughs> <laughs> um, it'd be cool
0: though, wouldn't it? Well, because especially if he was like in the restaurant and like yelling at oh, his geez. staff, you oh, cow. That would be awesome.
3: Well, they do it in fifties prime time. Oh, yeah. only more severe. Right?
0: <laughs> <are you> <laughs> well, that's entertainment, but. That's his
3: persona.
0: I think yeah. it'd be cool. So, all right, that'll do it for the news. We're going to move on to rapid fire. Um, Mrs. Worling.
1: Okay. Um, mine is the uh, shop. Disney Parks now offers on-site deliveries. Disney has an app that you can find the merchandise that's offered at um, Walt Disney World. And now you have the uh, chance <coughs> to have your merchandise sent back to your hotel that gets there. Let's see. It, if you make it before 3 p.m., you can be it can be picked up at your resort the following day after 12. <laughs> and if you're in the park, you can have it sent to the package pickup. Not doing anything. <laughs> so, a lot of different ways you can um, spend some money at Disney, and they can also they're also offering free shipping through 11:22. Just ignore him. I am. It's like my kids. It's like I can ignore you. And um, they won't ship it to post office boxes or Alaska, Hawaii, Puerto Rico, and the Virgin Islands. So, Too expensive. I I think this is
2: smart because there's a lot of people that, you know, when they're not at Disney, if you're local, you get this. You get the people that, hey, this is available in the parks. Can you go get that for me? And then can you mail it to me? Um, To the point that a couple years ago, I think there were people that were trying to build businesses on this idea of a personal sharper in the parks. Yes. Mm -hmm. So um, I think that this is just really, really smart of Disney to go ahead and do this.
0: They also uh, announced on the Disney Parks blog today that they're doing a a whole new line of housewares around Orange Bird.
6: Oh, oh, I yeah. saw that. Yeah.
0: That looked really cool. Some yeah. really, really cool stuff. That sounds I've cool. I mean he's really cool. Um, you could go
6: overboard. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, I could.
6: I mean, like yeah. it's just it's a lot. Salt shakers, pepper shakers. I mean like everything Orange Bird. Maybe a salt or a pepper, but not both.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
6: no, I mean like it's just a lot.
1: I'm waiting for the figment collection.
4: Okay.
3: Well, you keep waiting. Bless
0: her her heart.
6: You're going to have to go craft your own. Bless her heart. I'm going to try.
0: No concept of acceptance and letting go. (laughs) All right. Thank you, Kathy. Jenny Lynn.
2: Mine has to do with the Morocco Pavilion. Um, The old group. I cannot say the name of this group, so I'm just going to bypass that altogether. The former group that was there has ended their run and Rebob Fusion is coming from Northern Africa and they're gonna be performing through January 2nd on Wednesdays through Sundays. They play a variety of music, combining their traditional single-stringed rebob sounds
6: with a contemporary Afro pop style. Mm. I'm not sure what that is. I enjoyed the old band, so I mean, I'm mean, i excited to see what the new one might be like. <clears throat> Did they play Afro-pop? I don't know, because I don't, I don't think I've ever heard that. I have never heard of it either. It's, but anyway, a- that's the news. It's African pop. Well, yeah, we yeah. know that. <laughs> it's but just, I don't have an African, African music channel in my mean? car. Do you?
4: I, I mean, I do. I have Sirius. I so. have
1: <laughs> I mean, like, well, I lived in Africa, but they weren't doing pop. when they, they were, <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. Anyway, that would be it. <laughs>
0: All right. Thank you, Jenny Lynn. Teresa?
3: Moving on to Japan. Um, (laughs) The current exhibit in the Bijutsu Khan Gallery, and that is the... Bijutsu means art, translates to art gallery, showcases the country's culture of cute. The display kawaii, which means cute, Japan's cute culture, shows modern Japan and how the designs have become a way of life. Kawaii is used as a way of self-expression. The exhibit details Kawaii's origins and how it's used across Japanese culture.
6: Yeah. Does Gwen Stefani have yeah, anything to do kawaii. with this? No, she just mm. loves oh. Japanese culture.
3: That's super Kawaii.
6: Uh huh. <laughs> That's how I knew. That's, <laughs> That's exactly cute. how I knew.
3: Sad. I knew through my daughter. And her art. <laughs> but cool. Kathy, you gonna go check it out? Yeah, I am.
1: It's back in. It's a good place if it's like hot out. That's a good place to go back and sit and enjoy the exhibit. And enjoy the. Cute That's where they
6: had the tin toys, right? Culture of cute. Same place. I like all that
3: stuff. The old Sailor Moon, all that weirdness. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we've been living with that for years at our house. It's
0: cool. All right. Thank um, you, Teresa. Is it my turn? It is your
6: turn. <laughs> Mine is about the Latin Baseball Festival, so we have a theme going on here. It's right. like all... Um, so it's November 20th through the 22nd at ESPN Wide World of Sports. So there will be two Puerto Rican baseball teams who are going to play a three-game weekend series at Champions Stadium. Bear with me. My Spanish is not excellent. <laughs> um, the Cangrejeros de Santris and the Indios de Mayaguez, maybe. It's my favorite team. <laughs> <laughs> These teams play in the Roberto Clemente League in Puerto Rico. Tickets are on sale through Ticketmaster or Disney, and they range in price from $17.50 to $30. So, kind of, I mean, I think that's relatively inexpensive for a baseball game. Um, Two-game packages, group tickets, and suites are also available. And before each game, there'll be Latin-inspired entertainment, music, food, drinks, and vendors. There'll be a post-game jam after the Saturday game. Musical acts will include Umberto Ramirez and Best Friends. Giovanni Hidalgo, Fusion Beat, the Leslie Cartaya Quartet, and the children's group, Atencion, (laughs) Atencion. Wow. I'm impressed. Um, The games are Friday, November 20th at 7.30, Saturday, November 21st at 3, and then Sunday, November 22nd at 1. And then the festivals will be on Friday um, at 4.30, on Saturday at 3, and then on Sunday at 11. So, if you're looking for something Latin inspired to do, I bet this and will if be you're popular a fan mm-hmm. It sounds like a fun time. Latin I people this, know how to party yeah, I think this will be
3: popular, maybe so. with the locals too, yeah, if they advertise it well, you know.
6: I had not heard anything about this until I was just looking for a rapid fire. It's I'll nice to ask that, Puerto Rican friends.
4: <laughs> that they're going after that market though, because I feel like Disney doesn't there's not a lot for Hispanic or Latin community. They don't reach out to them the same way that like SeaWorld does with their they do um oh my god, I can't remember the name of it, but they do a bunch of Latin artists right. that come into there and they perform and stuff like that. So it's kinda cool that Disney's trying to Get in there too. I also wonder. I know I did a rapid fire. I don't know. It was two weeks ago or three weeks ago about how
7: the Atlanta Braves might be moving, and I wonder if Disney is worried that all right, well, let's figure out what other baseball things we can bring in here oh, yeah. if they are in fact leaving.
0: Right.
3: That's a good point. Puerto Rican baseball isn't versus...
6: baseball big in Japan too? They could have oh, a Japanese very baseball teams come. It's
0: very well, big. that you'd want to do. You'd want to do out in California. That's where most of your Japanese tourists end up. Um, not so much out here cool awesome all right well thank you Uh, Julie
2: Viva La Musica that's the name
4: oh okay yeah Yeah. I I knew it
0: was sorry that was bugging
2: me (laughs) I was sorry
0: Rhino
4: um, okay, so mine is movie-oriented, as it often is, um, and it's about a new Tower of Terror movie that is in the works, and I'm not actually sure that this slide is correct, because I don't think Disney is developing it. It's Warner Brothers, um, but the um, writer, um, who, John August, who wrote uh, Big Fish... Which I'm a big fan of. Um, he is um, did a treatment for this movie at Warner Brothers, and they were excited. And now Disney's looking to hire a screenwriter um, for another treatment. Um, uh, Jim Whitaker is producing with August um, after he and the A-list writer hatched an idea based on the theme park attraction, and the studio really enjoyed what they had to say. So apparently this is the first um, attraction to ever have a movie developed um, after uh-huh. it, too. Because... Um, the Steve Gutenberg Kirsten Dunst movie from like 1997 counts so it even though it was a what made about for the TV movie. Th- this was way before that. Oh. This was before Pirates of the Caribbean and everything so it should be interesting. I love um Twilight Twilight Zone stuff like um and uh
0: well hopefully this would be better than the Steve Gutenberg movie. Yeah, they they
4: reference in it um <laughs> oh, they talk about Crimson Peak in it. So, um it, I mean, I'm sure they're not going that dark, but it would be nice if it was, like, kind of a gothic, little darker Hollywood. I love a good period Hollywood piece, so... A little Art
3: Deco.
6: You yeah. mean Police Academy 1 through 6 were not, like, up your alley?
3: You don't like Steve Gutenberg? <laughs> Steve Gutenberg.
0: Oh, they were. Just that Tower of Terror movie on t- television movie with Steve Gutenberg Oh, that's it's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah.
5: But that's the problem I think they're going to face no matter what they try to do with this brand. I mean, obviously, it's a story... That they developed into a five minute ride overall. It's, I mean, it's meant to be enjoyed in five minutes. It can't be, I I mean, I'm sure they found a way to take it and, you know, stretch it out, kind of like they did with Pirates, just having those loose little uh, nods Nods, to the attraction in there. But with Tower of Terror, how do you just? put in a loose nod to Tower of Terror besides having it in the background or something. It's all
3: about the backstory, Craig.
5: Well,
4: well, I'm assuming there's an elevator drop must happen at some point in the movie. You know what I mean? People that will seems die, like a lame, lame kind of thing.
0: right? But they will, but I don't
2: care about the people before they get into in. another dimension. <laughs> do, 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 do.
0: Well, before you review the movie, maybe we should wait for it to
2: actually shot. <laughs>
5: I know. I'm just, uh, you know... It, Looking at the Steve Gutenberg one, it's kind of like also going over to Guillermo del Toro with the Haunted Mansion movie that he's been trying to make now for ten years. Uh, It's No matter what he could do to that, you still have the Eddie Murphy taste in your mouth from that one. I don't have that taste in my mouth.
2: Just
5: not
0: going there. Eddie Murphy taste.
2: (laughs) Does anybody have an idea how this is working out with Warner Brothers making this movie? But it's Disney. Um, it's a Disney attraction.
0: Well, I well, no, because the uh, the rights Disney does not own the rights to Tower of Terror. Right. Um, that's or or to Twilight Zone. Twilight Zone. Yeah. Okay. They don't own the rights to Twilight Zone, so that might have something to do with yeah any twilight zone connection might be i I don't know the rights might be owned by warner
4: i i think it's going to be a roger rabbit situation where it's going to be like warner brothers might put the movie out and it's just a co-finance thing with disney you know they've allowed the permission like how mickey mouse is
5: in roger rabbit cbs owns the rights to twilight zone so i'm not i know cbs and warner brothers definitely they do a lot of work together uh some Mm of uh some of cbs's big hit shows like big bang theory are shot over at warner
0: brothers so oh there are disney shows that are shot at warner yeah uh, on the oh, warner no, lot. absolutely uh, warner lot and and uh holly or, or in los angeles is the largest studio in in the country yeah so a lot of you know oh, yeah. they all rent out space where they can get it
5: exactly so, so whether
0: or not there's you know i don't know what the uh what the connection with warner is but I'm sure I don't
4: it could be that screenwriters under contract with them or something like that I don't know so many
3: better twilight stories well they're they're also making a
4: twilight zone like Like new moon another one yeah so that's that's a separate thing altogether so I don't know I
0: don't know all right thank you Rhino Steve
7: Yes, uh, Mickey's Holiday Dine was announced that it's no longer going to be a seasonal, it will be a seasonal restaurant. So it's now going to be a year-round event with each season. Uh, Many will throw dinner parties to celebrate the cheerful togetherness of the holidays, the glamour of Hollywood, the delight of spring, the excitement of summer, uh, the frightful fun of Halloween. Uh, So... (laughs)
0: Peter Brady's over there doing hand dancing. <laughs>
7: uh, but yeah, so they'll have special costumes and menus for each season. So
6: where is this at again?
7: It's in Hollywood, Hollywood, Hollywood and Vine. Oh. Yeah,
0: which look here's the deal, folks. If they're, I don't care if it's Jesus
6: <laughs>
0: <laughs> hosting dinner. If it's at Hollywood and Vine, it's gonna suck.
6: But Jesus could make it better.
0: You're gonna be no, not even. I don't think Jesus could It'd even. Be the help. less. It bring some wine. Um, yeah, unless he brought wine. Um, it, it, they're, they're just nothing good happens in that building. Nothing good comes out of that of that restaurant. It just it's the worst reviews that you could imagine consistently, and ridiculously overpriced.
4: That's where we did the Star Wars yeah. character time, right?
0: and it was horrible. Yeah. I Maybe mean,
3: this will help. This
2: will and help.
0: And it was $55, $60 a person. I, yeah,
4: it, it oh, was... Ouch. yeah For
0: dinner. For a dinner buffet.
2: Oh, that's like twice and the price of...
0: you're rushed in know. and out. It's. They do rush you. It's incredible. It's ridiculous. It's a horrible experience. And bad food. I'm right in there. So, we ate there was It's killed people. It was...
7: If people still feel inspired, I should mention that it uh, <laughs> it, it open or it's going to start January fourth till March twentieth is when they're going to start taking
0: reservations for that. Oh, all right. Thank you, Steve. Craig. Uh,
5: yeah. So, holidays around the world starts on November twenty seventh. Of course, holidays around the world is the seasonal event at Epcot that includes um, all of the holiday traditional storytellings in each of the countries as well as uh the amazing candlelight processional not the not the lights of winter or whatever Kathy sorry, I wasn't
1: gonna um, go there.
5: Yeah, but I brought you there. Um Thank and you. then this year, uh to step things up, uh things are gonna get amazing with the American music machine doing a holiday <laughs> set. Oh gosh. Uh, <laughs> on the uh the American adventure uh, stage. Is, right that that? Yeah, Is that them in the picture? What's yeah, that?
2: Is that them in the picture? Oh, that's them. the
5: American Music Machine right there. So oh, if I've you don't know about that. them,
0: they're uh oh, like a cappella group. group
2: in the American Pavilion. Basically, oh. I, I,
0: I guess they don't have mirrors in their. I'm uh, telling you, uh, dressing rooms. They're putting those pink pants on. Um, I'm sorry.
5: <laughs> I
4: think I, the, those are pink, like three quarter length. <laughs> like, yeah, what? I don't. Yeah, it's frustrating.
0: They're not yeah. a great. Group. He's very masculine in his pink capris,
4: rolled
3: up. Yeah. Man, no.
0: crazy.
5: I, you know, <laughs> I <panel> don't. <laughs> who was screaming to have a cappella versions of Christmas songs out there?
3: I, don't, I was, I don't but know. not there. Is this. So they're going to be singing Christmas music?
5: Yeah. And they're going or to. Or
3: holiday. Be, no, holiday music.
5: Or holiday this? slash Christmas. Okay. They have a. They listed their set online. I can't remember, but they're essentially just stealing the renditions that they already did for one of the Glee Christmas episodes. Oh. And they're just ripping them off with Look that, at so. them. They're so
3: into it.
0: I but heard they're, they're singing
6: Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree. I can tell.
3: No.
0: <laughs> All right. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, Craig. Um, so, uh, customizable magic bands have come to the Magic Kingdom. We knew it was mm-hmm. only a matter of time and our own Kathy Worling was over there. To check it out. So tell us all about customizable magic bands.
1: Well, first, can I say I'm not really a fan of magic bands, but I do like the designs they have now. So um, it's in the shop. I forget what the name of it, but it was the arcade there outside of Space Mountain. They've now turned that into like a, a gift shop, and that's where you can buy the. Like a round b- tuck back in the corner back in there? No, well, you know, no, when you're Space looking.
0: Mountain. If you're going on right. to Space Mountain, just right to the left, right to the left. that used it's to like be the It's like where arcade. you come out yeah.
1: okay. of Space Mountain. So you go in there, and it, if you've been to the shop at the Market Co op at Downtown Disney, it's like the same kind of thing. It, it looks like an iPad, um, and you can order the magic bands, and they've got a couple cases. You can get your. Um, iPhone cases there too. Yeah, you got
0: a customizable.
1: Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Um that's where I did my While hygiene. you wait? Yeah, it it only takes like twenty five minutes. Ready in minutes. Yes. So you can do your uh, oh god! iPhone case. You can do this at Magic Kingdom, but they at Magic Kingdom right now they only have a certain number. You can get just colors. You can get with your name on the side. You can get, you know, the cute little patriotic, Mickey, Mickey. patriotic one. But the thing that I did it on purple because purple's the new color that you can get. And yeah. these um, magic bands are a lot more flexible. They're they're still um, thick in the middle where the Mickey head is, where the battery and stuff is, but it fits a lot better on the wrist. It doesn't feel yeah, as... Cool. a little stiff. Yeah, uh-huh. so... If you want to just get um, a magic band, it's twenty one ninety five. If you want your name on it, it was twenty nine ninety five. Oh my gosh. And your name has holes in it. I know. That's what that's what Katie <laughs> Did said. Did you pick like, the
3: location for your name? No,
1: it's um, where they put it. So you go up, you customize it, you just scroll through the screens and you do what you want. They're going to have certain ones that you can only get at the Magic Kingdom. So I'm sure that's going to be what happens at all the parks. So eventually, you know, like Epcot will have Figment. And, you know, all the different parks will have something pertaining to that park. So,
3: 30 bucks though.
1: Yeah. It's twenty one ninety five if you don't want your name on it for any design. For any design, twenty one
3: to twenty two bucks and for t- any twenty nine ninety five if you want your name on it. Well, what are the designs, or can you? You can't create your own design. No,
1: no they've got a. You bunch just got to pick one. Ones, yeah.
3: You just have to choose. Yeah. Oh wow, it's give me a See. headache. <laughs> yeah,
1: that Whoa. that page there. That, that's when you're adding on to the different what you're adding to mm-hmm. it. And why don't I why don't have stars on there? Um, because you have your report. name. Yeah, maybe that's it. Can't have it all. I guess. Oh. But you, you, when you finish it, they, they, you, you get an order number. You you take it up to the counter. Um, they tell you it's going to be about 25 minutes. So you can go at the back of the, the room, and there's cast members. They have three stations where they can do this. And they told us this was Saturday Saturday morning. It took about twenty-five minutes. I'm sure if they're busier, it's going to take a little bit longer because they're backed up. Like but you can come stand back. there and watch them do it. Now you can also buy them like as a gift, and they give you a little piece of paper so that you can link it to a ticket
3: or an annual pass when you get home. Hmm. Kathy, I'll do it with my Sharpie. I'll do bubble your name in bubble letters for five bucks.
1: <laughs> yeah, you. I mean, you could. It's you know, I don't. Particularly care for the Magic Band, like how it feels and stuff. But now this just proved to me that Magic Bands are going to be around for a long, long, long time. Because now if they can get twenty nine ninety five for this,
4: well, the- how much is um, like uh, like a special edition one? Anyways, like the I have a Stormtrooper one, and I think that one was like twenty two dollars yeah. without being customized. I My would
1: say. figment was twenty four ninety five. So an additional $5 to get. To get the name? Yeah. Oh, well, to get, this was the custom one. This was, well, this was a limited edition.
7: Oh, okay.
3: This is a custom. I don't get it. Just give me a solid color one.
1: Yeah, I don't need any fanciness. You know, so I don't know if they're going to come out with the purple as like a a choice for a regular magic band or the only way you're going to be able to get the purple is through the custom.
6: I would bet only through custom.
0: Well, I would also bet that this is not the last we are going to see of these kiosks or oh, no. the expansion Disney will do to figure out new ways to make these cool and different and silky for 30 bucks in the process. <laughs> and
1: if you want the the phone case, it's 38.95. Wow. And it's 44.95 if you want your name on the iPad
4: or uh, mm, iPhone. Case. Yeah, but, I, and, and again, like, uh, if I went into the store and bought a phone case, that's like the same price, though. Yeah. Because iPhone cases are expensive at, um, at the gift shop they're like 40 bucks and i always mm-hmm. remember thinking like when i was a cast member really? i was like well i get a cast yeah. member yeah they're expensive <laughs> They're, they're somewhere the between 30 to 40 oh, I like so <laughs> but I, I like this this photos it's like fun it's like the new star wars one you got the little angry guy mm-hmm. down there on the bottom shelf from uh, from well anger i guess and fear on the top <laughs> shelf like I, so i like that there's there's They've got all kind of designs yeah
5: that there's there's some some different stuff than the normal
0: mm-hmm. the now are they doing it for android phones too or just iphones
5: Yes, they yes. are doing it. I want to say for – I'm not as familiar with Android phones. I want to say the Galaxy 5 or 4, whichever one isn't the brand new one before that. Uh, but they do have that option for some. And there's other Androids too. But, again, I I haven't had an Android in like if five or six years Android now. the problem with Android is
0: that there are so many different manufacturers of the phones. It's yeah. really hard to get uh, –
5: Oh no! It absolutely is, and but they are doing a good job with the whole customization process and D on demand in general. Uh, they they really are able to whip these out extremely fast. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had several phone cases made. I haven't been over yet to check out the Magic Band one, uh, but with the phone cases alone, it just. It, it opens up this whole new option for gift giving and souvenirs on your vacation that you just never really had before. And who doesn't have a smartphone anymore? Um, I've gone and been able to give out, you know, multiple phone cases to people for gifts that is just based on what they like. Because, you know, they give you so many options that you can really, you know, custom it customize it to whatever the person wants. I don't agree with the adding your name to it and stuff. No offense, Kathy. I just
1: (laughs) well, I did it in the name of research. It's not that I, you know, it's not like I need to have uh, my name on here to see what it would look like, right? Yeah,
5: and I think it's horrible that they cover your name up with the holes like that too. Mm -hmm. I understand that they have to make those smaller holes for kids, uh, but at the same time, I don't want my child's
1: name on his wrist Well, that's the other thing. If you have kids, I wouldn't pay the money to have their name on the outside.
5: No, it's could get dangerous. Was there a really long
7: line, or was it not?
1: No, no.
7: Okay there was
1: we walked right up and and he started working on ours, but there was like maybe four or five people came in after us and the other neat thing back in that area is there are seventy two outlets if you want to charge your phone mm. so while you're waiting to get your magic band and they had neat massage chairs there, so for uh two dollars, you got five minutes in the massage chair, so. <laughs> it
6: sounds like an airport. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I had to check it out, right? It was research. So so if you're looking for a place to charge your phone on that side of the park, Get they on. had said when they closed down the arcade that those were going away, but they were still there and functional. So. Unfunctional? The are man. they actually
5: like outlets or are they USB? Oh, they they, they, They're yeah, outlets. they
0: got to relax you after soaking your 40 bucks for a phone oh, case yeah. and $30 for a magic pen.
1: But this I've had this, oh, geez, months. And, I mean, it still looks as good as the day I bought it. So, I mean, the quality is there for that you know i don't know for my magic band but that's
0: because you carry it around in a plastic bag yeah <laughs> it must bag. be protected at all times
1: of course of course i
0: do like
5: disney phone cases because they have the rubber bumper that goes around and mm-hmm. i've dropped my phone multiple times and i've never broken a screen never cracked it scratched it anything he will today
1: yeah
5: there. <laughs> i will not I'll go run it over right now, and I promise you it'll still be in town.
1: <laughs> oh, jeez. I'm not doing it. <laughs> so, you are right. Everybody's look forward to this answer. at all the parks Smart eventually. Phones.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is definitely. They're going to they're gonna get the kinks worked out here, and you're going to mm-hmm. see them everywhere. Yep. Especially if, they, if they're if they selling well. Yeah. Which I think they will. Mm-hmm. So next time I'm in the park, I'm going to do it. So. Yeah.
4: Yeah, I want, I want one of those. Uh... Hipster Mickey ones. I thought he was in this photo. He was in one of the other photos you had. He's inspecting the yeah, sorry. <laughs> but Hips. I'm excited. Like I, I love this stuff. I love being able to put like art. I I you know, not necessarily that all of those are art, but I like the idea that you can put whatever you they
6: want. They're all art. Someone made those. Yeah.
4: Yeah.
1: You could spend an awful long time standing there trying to decide which one you wanted. And I an just I one. just picked purple and then said, Hey, give me patriotic Mickey. I I didn't take a lot of time, but you could.
4: I still need my Hocus Pocus magic band.
0: (laughs) Okay. That's what I
3: want. Sorry.
0: Good Lord. Uh, Easy bake oven on aisle one. (laughs) Easy bake oven on aisle one. All right. So, well, thank you for that, Kathy. You're welcome. That is going to do it for this episode of our show. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back with you again next week with another edition of The Diz Unplugged. Thanks for being with us, everyone. And remember, stay out of the dam lakes. You sorry, know,
4: sorry. I I won't be this it's Steve's first time. I did it before two first Don't time doing
0: this. Steve. Take care everybody. Have a good week. <laughs>